you guys i am so excited for this podcast like you get to uh, listen to my best friend the whole wide world my spiritual sister my kingdom sister like this is like the <laughs> first i talk to every single day who see me at my worst who see me in my broken days who see me go from broken to damage to healing to uh, screaming i was good on marriage i never wanted to get married to now watching me actually in the courtship and my end goal is marriage with this person and i have my special person michael on here so i'm so excited for this conversation i just hope y'all enjoy it it's just my bonus episode of y'all just get to see how 2019 two years ago i was crying i was in the car crying on this day two years ago i really didn't have a place to call home i was broken i was just going back and forth thinking something was love when it wasn't love to my life changing and i get to share that with somebody who admired me from day one but i really really hope y'all get to enjoy this episode it's i won't say it's jewels in it but it's more of a conversation but enjoy it and i love y'all so 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 much what's up my name is mike hill and I am Shanice's best friend. And today I have the pleasure to do this introduction to you guys, a world broadcast, just to show you what I've been seeing for the last couple of months. Um, how do, how about you introduce yourself? Um, oh, Michael. Yep. Yeah, I'm Michael. Y'all, y'all should know me if y'all <laughs> been around for a minute. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Michael. <laughs> well, you already know who I am. <laughs> so I'm ready for these questions. He scared. Stop being nervous. Yeah, stop being nervous. So <laughs> no one knows already. Shanice is currently courting Michael, and Shanice are officially going down that path, and I'm very excited because. I have seen Shanice in this long journey between our friendship. She t- she was the one that didn't want to get married. So Aww. this is this was a real big shock because every time I bring up marriage, mm-mm. nah, that ain't for me. I don't like this <laughs> opportunity forever. <laughs> so um, my first question would be, um, where were you guys when you guys first connected? Like, what season were you guys in with God? Um, yeah, you can start off. Um, want me to go first? Yep. Okay. You um, go first. I, if I if I'm if I'm clear, was that was that April 2020? Nope. I it was June. April. Huh? It was June, I believe. No, it was April because I added him a week or two weeks before my birthday. That I remember. Okay. I know it was two weeks before my birthday, and I don't know what headspace I was. That was 2020. I was. Still a hot mess and around that time. I think I was. I just knew I just didn't want to date at that time. I knew I didn't want to like talk to no guy. Like I knew I was just off limits. Like I, if he would approach me the wrong way, I would not talk to him at all. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Michael? At that time, my relationship with God was like on a hundred, like really strong. Um, I was going through a big spiritual battle at that time. Um, in April, 
Um, a lot was going on in my household. So, like, honestly, I was open to marriage because I always desired um, marriage. But, like, I started to really give it to God. So, at that time, my whole mind and everything was just on God. So, even though I desired it, like, all those desires, like, I just gave it to God. So, it was just like, look, um, even though I desired it in this season, like, right now, I just want to build with God. So, that's where I was. And, um, yeah, that's when I had the dream around that time. And what was the dream? It was, this dream was different because I never had a dream like this. Like, at, like this dream, like, pointed out things, like, zoomed into things. Like, um, in this dream, basically, the dream was pointing out, pointing out her physical flaws, really. And I just remember being at peace just by seeing her flaws. So that, that just, like, um spoke to me as well because I'm like man why do I feel so much as at peace after you know just um by this dream did and, you know Shanice at the time during nah, that time nah okay not at all so um, her face was still like in my head and all I did was ask God like who is who is this girl and then that's when she followed me on Instagram the same day. Wow. So what led you to even being a guest on her podcast show? Oh, man, I'm not going to even lie to you. <laughs> I manipulated that situation like crazy. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my Lord. And that was my last time. I told myself that was going to be the last time I tried to um, just handle things myself. Because I didn't know what to do with that. Like, I had a dream about this girl, and this girl followed me. Wow. And, and she, like, how did you know? I'm sorry, Michael. Like, how I followed him? Yeah, how, how did you know you was going to follow him? <laughs> no, at first he kept saying, I'm like, did I follow him? Then I remember. I remember I deleted my old Instagram. Then I made a new Instagram. So, when I made a new Instagram. I went on Michael Todd page after I added him. So I went down Michael Todd friend list and I just clicked add on a lot of people that had God in their bio or a name had God in it. And I was just clicking random people. And that's wow. how I added Michael through Michael Todd Instagram page. So how did you guys feel? Um, so you guys followed each other. Um, he had this dream before you were even going to even meet each other. Um, then you finally he finally get connected with you. You still have no idea that he has a dream <laughs> about you. And you guys um create a podcast together. So how are you guys feeling after this podcast? That was my first like podcast I I ever done. So like I was like that podcast was like straight Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. Because yeah, that was, was one so of my nervous. favorite ones. And I even told her that. I said, wow, I really like that one. I was, um, I think I was having a long car ride. And yeah. <laughs> I was the whole thing. I'm like, wow. Uh, it's crazy because 
um, I told her that he sounded like you, like he was a male version of you. I mean, she was he was <laughs> she was a female version of you, Michael. So you guys like everything that you were saying, and for you to even have your own podcast and it's similar to hers, it's just like real. You know, when the Bible says, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. You better, you better quote that Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. <laughs> okay. Um. So when did you guys, um, within your friendship, like when did you guys realize that you were connected by God? Because some friendships, you know, uh, you can tell off rip. Oh, this not my friend. This person really like me. Like, how did you guys feel like during your your friendship? You want to go first, or I'll go first. At okay. first, I was like, "This is my friend. This is nothing else." I know for a fact this was my friend in the first six months, and then one day I think he screenshot it. Like, oh, I forgot to respond back, or other way around, and I seen my name in his phone was under future wife and it kind of had me slept so I'm like I thought we was friends and like where did this come from like I kind of had hints but then he kept it so respectful that I was like nah he just like really really respect me so he don't see me as that way and then I'm like what is this and then that's when he was like yeah about that dream I had <laughs> what was your side of that Michael and when I like <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Um, that screenshot. She was about to block me. I felt that. <laughs> she was about to block me. Janice is a black queen. So, I <laughs> like, I, I remember that. And the reason I sent that because she thought I didn't text. I seen her text and didn't text her back. So I had the screenshot <laughs> and, w- and was like, "Yo, I didn't get nothing from you. Like, you feel me? I re- no, I responded to her, but she did. She didn't get my text." And I'm like, yo, I responded to you. Like, look at the dates. You hear me? And then she was like, oh, okay. Like, I already knew. She was like, she was ready to block me. Like, I don't know what, because I sensed, like, it was pressure, but I didn't know where that pressure came from. You hear me? And then wow. she was like, she just, like, asked me, like, um, hey, did you get my text? Or she said something like that. And I'm like, oh, and I was like, I text you back. And then she was like, oh, yeah. I sent her that. I didn't crop it. I forgot. And the reason her name was wife at that time, because, you know, I was just like, um, what's that word? Manifesting it, really. Like, yo, um, I don't know if she's my wife for sure, <laughs> but let me just name her. Let me just put her name as wife and let me manifest it. And so that's where the, that's where that's when I really um, I changed her name, name from Shanice to future wife. But um, I didn't know what she was gonna think. I'm not gonna lie. When she like when she sh- sh- like said like yo, why you didn't tell me how you felt? And I'm like, what you mean? And then she <laughs> said future wife, like text future wife. I'm like, yo, she about to. <laughs> I definitely was. <laughs> so Shanice, what made you not block Michael? I always wanted to block him, but I couldn't. <laughs> like, I always, everybody know I'm the queen of blocking people. That is my favorite hobby to do is block people. But I don't, I mean, I, I know what it was. Like, God always was like, 
pull on my spirit. Like, you can't block up. Like, he never told me a reason why. I just couldn't do it. Like, it was always a conviction. Like, I think I changed my number in the summertime, and God made me, like, literally give him my number. And I'm like, God, I didn't want him to have my number no more. <laughs> so. But I don't so, think I answered your question, though. Um, What was your question again? So, um, my question was basically, like, how did you guys, like, feel in the friendship? Like, what what made you what made this friendship stand out basically the most oh yeah um yeah my respect for her and my patience like i just like this patience that i had in me or never it was just like god put it in me before he put her in my life. He put that patience in me. And that's when I knew that God had to be involved. And I'm like, yeah, this had this like and and and, it, and it's the fact that like um I didn't lust for her. That was like a one a, a, a big thing. Like wow. it was never no like butterflies, the the um traditional way when you like somebody you have these butterflies you have these feelings and it's like more lust and passion it wasn't like that with her you know like I respected her like like on a whole nother level and I never respected um anyone like that especially a, a woman um like that in my life you know so it was just like that's how I knew so within your friendship, did you guys face any trials that made you like ever say, no, this person isn't meant to be my friend? Like, or was it just like so natural that everything just flowed perfectly? How was everything like, was God in the center of this friendship? How did everything go? Flesh started to take over for both of us. Um, our relationship started to be different. It wasn't the same when our when both of us started to um move in our flesh. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew that another reason I knew that God was in it because what kept our relationship afloat and what kept our relationship what's going, um kept our relationship going because God was in the middle of it. And because God was that foundation. And even now, I believe that in order for this relationship to work, God always has to be the foundation of it. it has to always be in the middle of us. So, yeah. How about this? Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? All I heard was, did so, it flow? So the question was, what made this friendship stand out the most? Like, how did... How did you guys keep centered, like, and... That wasn't a question. I don't really... I, I had an answer to the question you said, but I forgot the question if I had the answer to it. <laughs> Wait, you said... Some, what was the question you... Michael just answered. Dang, I forgot. My brain just... My, Lord, Michael, your memory just like mine. She said something like, did it flow? And, like, was it, like, any trials? Didn't you say that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have any trials? Or did yeah. It- Low. Okay, yeah, that's the answer I had in my head. Yeah. Like he said, the flesh part. I think when Please, I don't started... Be, don't be embarrassing me as a host. 
memories are really bad. Like, come on now. <laughs> but no, I think when I started dating, um, that the more I was into flesh, that that made me view Michael different. I think the more I was in flesh and the more I was like in pain, it made it impossible for me to see him beyond friendship. As long as I had like pain covering my eyes, as long as I had my pads on my shoulders, I couldn't see him beyond a friendship. So that was like made it difficult because when I was in the rural, I didn't really want to like communicate with him like that. Okay. So I know how our friendship is yeah. basically um, like when we doing our own thing in the world, like mm-hmm. we're not connected at all. But like when we stay connected with God, like we get we get along pretty much. Mm-hmm. So as um, what made this friendship stand out the most, Shanice, leading into my next question, because mm-hmm. it seems like Michael, he already had his head straight up. Yeah, this is the one for me. I just need God make sure. But for you, what what made this friendship like just perfect? Cause you know we you have met like plenty of men, but no one has stood out like Michael. Um, like you said, the the male version of me, like knowing somebody can be that's the first thing that stood out, knowing somebody can be so transparent, like, in the areas he speak about, and I'm like, wow, like, you never, you never hear of people being comfortable talking about certain topics, but what stood out recently that shift my mindset from friend zone to, like, dating, um, he actually gave me space, and he was mm-hmm. like, I feel like, I feel like you just need time to yourself with God, and at first, I was irritated, and at first, like, the stubborn part of me was like, well, bye, like, you don't know who I am. I will block you and say nothing else to you no more. And as time went by, God just confirmed it. It was like, that's all I wanted, Shanice, was you to get close with me. And I was actually, that was my focus. Like, I was like, you know what? We get back cool, whatever, whatever. But my focus, I really needed to build my relationship with God. And I'm like, dang, how did Michael know that? And as time went by, I'm like, I just want to share my practice videos with him. Like, I just wanted to just share certain small things with him. Mm-hmm. And then the more I start thinking about it, I'm like, this not, I'm not seeing him as a friend no more in my head. It's just like, I really need to talk to this person just to like hear their voice. Like it was something shifted when he gave me that space. Like, I don't know what shifted, but something did like a whole 180, like, and then that's when the confirmation started going crazy. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> so <laughs> when did you start getting confirmations? Michael and then Shanice, can you uh, share when you started to get confirmations and what kind of confirmations were they? Is Michael still here? Oh yeah, I'm thinking because you asked another question. Um, my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thinking I was just thinking about it. Um, when I when I received the dream, right? I didn't want to just say like, okay, this girl in the dream is my wife. Like I didn't want to do that, but um, you didn't want to scare her. <laughs> like no, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to. Yeah, she would have like zoomed away from you. She's a runner. She's a track. She run away when it gets She would be the whole definition of that. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was times that I wanted to tell her about the dream because I'm like, I didn't know how to approach her. Like honestly, like I it was times I was just gonna be like, I wanted to just be like, look, I had a dream about you. Like, like I'm so serious, like, but she doesn't know me. Like when I told her about the dream, she already knew what type of person I was. She already knew that I wasn't crazy. She already knew my um like like she had she didn't know who I really was, but she had an idea, you know? And um even when she seen that in her contacts, like like in the in that um screenshot I sent her, I thought she was just gonna be like, Man, this guy, like what is this guy's motives? Like, is this guy crazy or what? Like what guy would <laughs> save somebody they don't even go out with name as wife or even <laughs> husband or, or whatnot. You feel me? So but yeah, let me get back to your question. Um <laughs> You explained it really nice. Like, um, from my point of view as a friend, like you did you didn't even approach her as like, you know, being thirsty. You know how these guys are. You really treated her as a really nice friend. And from my point of view, her from she was praying for a male figure, like how you entered her life. Yeah. And like you really came at the perfect time, literally. But I'm not gonna lie to you, like even with then, right? Um, like when I get to know her, everything I prayed for, right? That's what I wanted. And I'm not even talking about like um, physical wise. I'm, I'm talking about um, her being a giver, her helping people even when she doesn't have to, like her um, empowering people. Like that's the things I prayed for in a wife. I I stopped. I've been stopped praying for like um physical appearances. Mm -hmm. I just wanted somebody to to really just um be a woman of God to love God more than she loves me, and to love people just as much as she loves me as well. Like to to love people to love all people as she love herself as she uh, as she. Uh, my bad. Love people as much as she love herself and the things that she do, like you can tell she does. Like she just loves to love on people, you know, and to and to help people. And I'm like, man, you don't get nothing in return. Like it is it's one thing when you give people money, but it's another thing when you help people find jobs. You feel me? And right. that was just that just stood out to me. Wow, that's so nice. So, Shanice, what about you? What was the question? Oh, the confirmations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what was the question? I was like, I had a lot of confirmations. Um, if, I remember I first prayed it, and I think that was like around this time last year. And I think I was watching Jerry Flowers' video, and that that's what made me think that oh, this is not it for me because I kept praying, like I kept asking God. But I realized God didn't want to reveal that to me until he felt like I was completely detached from my past. I think that was really important for mm -hmm. God to do in that season. But what was the first confirmation? The first time, the first confirmation was actually you, Michael. I didn't believe you. You called me and you was like, I had a dream that, what'd you say? What was your dream? Because, you know, I can't remember it. <laughs> well, first, <laughs> before I mention the dream, I would like to say that 
from seeing you on your journey, I did notice that you you were right when God was telling you about, you know, the season that you were in. Yeah. Because at first you thought that you had to do it on your own. Like, okay, I feel like God giving me to go. But you had eventually learned that it was it was going to go, like, with a flow. And not mm-hmm. just, like, you trying to search and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I did notice. And for my dream, I I had a dream like so randomly. And you and Layla, your daughter, was wearing like a veil over your head, like the wedding veil. Yeah, so I forgot all about that dream. And then and then like one day I, that's when I started waking up like last month. And I'm like, uh, why is I thinking about him like this? Like this is weird. Yeah, I like, remember that. <laughs> yeah, I told my kid, I said my kid, like, why is I'm thinking about Michael like this? And she was like, Well, you did say I'm And like, you received prophecy. Yeah, and then I'm like, Okay. So I left that alone. And then the second one, I think I just opened a Bible up and it was just talking about like you would no longer be called a bandit woman. God would change your name. And I was just so focused on just the healing part of that, of not being called a bandit woman. And I went back to it that next morning. And the last verse said, the Mary one. And I'm like, dang, why that screamed out to me for some reason? So I'm like, okay, maybe maybe I'm just seeing stuff. And then after I seen that Bible verse, I just, like, two minutes later, I went on my Facebook memories. And it was a post that day from 2019 of me saying, I want to be married one day. So I'm like, all right, now nah, it's getting a little weird, not. Nah. And then mm-hmm. that's when I called into Sheikha probably that same exact week, and I was like, inside of my heart, I'm like, I really want Sheikha to just clarify about Michael. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I didn't want to mention it. So you text me and was like, um, ask about prayer for the event. So I'm like, let me just, I'm just gonna ask a prayer for the event. He prayed for the event, and then Sheikha end the sermon, and he was like. Well, he said he said single motherhood just yeah ended. your single motherhood is ending yeah and you'll be married soon so yes. I'm like okay I'm like I felt good just off that and I went to sleep and I woke up like at six or seven in the morning so like a really long message from Michael like pretty much yeah asking, that was like oh I'm like what yeah like I pretty much <laughs> yeah like pretty much asking to leave me and I'm like when I tell you I didn't do no work that day I was just stuck like the tired day of work like I was just stuck I couldn't move like I was at my desk like the whole eight hour shift just like completely stuck because I'm like wait God like I haven't because me and him was barely talking like that's when he like it was barely communicating so I didn't expect him to like text me so it was like I'm like oh okay God so, but I think go ahead Pooh I mean I mean call you Pooh <laughs> <laughs> alright podcast <laughs> okay um i got something spicy what so you know the viewers they want to know as everyone knows michael is from miami yeah he's still staying miami (laughs) how is this working guys like how um my plan is to move down there um god already put it in my spirit to move down and I sense myself um, starting to become uncomfortable um, spiritually down here. It just, I don't know. I just seem like nothing is going to happen. It just seems like nothing is going to happen. Um, uh, how can I word it the correct way? Um, I, you about to say what I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing, head. like I could just sense that nothing was going to happen down here for me. 
because I believe that God wanted me to be down there. And even before, like, um, we started dating, um, God just told me to move, like, to move down there. And a lot of people thought I was doing it for Shanice, but I wasn't. You know, like we wasn't even talking at that time. And I was even if he wasn't if he wasn't going to talk before um, he wasn't going to talk before I moved down there. I was going to still move because I believe God wanted me down there. Right. And mm-hmm. um, just me sending that message and her sending what she sent me and telling me like, yo, this is my confirmation. Mm-hmm. That just showed me right there. Like. Yeah, you you're supposed like you're a part of that move. Like the so, reason for me moving down there, like you're a part of that. And um, yeah. So. How did you feel when you came down here? Because you did do a pop up down here. How was <laughs> it? Like, did you like it? First of all, I just wanted to say, um, Shanice didn't. Shanice did not want me to come down there that weekend. <laughs> but God was, funny. but the spirit was just eating at my soul like I was really ready to like wait and the spirit was just like go 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 I'm like what like what is going on like 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 I wasn't ready financially either I'm not gonna lie low-key I wasn't ready financially um, but God, like my spirit was just telling me to go mm-hmm. and I did not know why, but I know why. when we got there, <laughs> um, I ended up, um, finding out why, um, I don't know if she could tell the story, but I'm not going to tell it, you know, you want me to tell it? Yeah, you could tell it. Oh, I forgot. I never mind. Remember? <laughs> Wait, what's the story? Yeah, when he first came down here, I did not want him to come. Why? Because I was out in the rural deeply. Like, I was out in the rural deeply. And when you have, like, kingdom friendships, it's like, if y'all not operating in the spirit, both of y'all, like, somebody's going mm-hmm. to, like, somebody want to distance themselves. Like, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's the like foundation. The yeah, it's like how me and my Kelly, like, one of us, like, drift off to the rural. It's like, we're going to end up getting into it somehow. And once we're back on the same spiritual path, so he was like in the spirit, and I'm like, yep. no, I'm like, and, and I, I remember when, I, when he came down here and I seen him, I'm like, let me at least just like pull up on him, like I don't want to be rude. And my spirit was just so full of flesh, like I couldn't even sit in the room with him. Like I was so frustrated that he was even talking about God with me. And I'm like, she means how you frustrated about God and you love God, but my flesh and my now just built up with pain because the stuff I was putting myself through. Well, he saved your life though, in a, in a way. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I was going to tell how I went to church. So that same day, um, we went to Pastor Glory Church. Now I wasn't going to go. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let him go to church because I don't feel like going to church. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go. And then I think I like, I dirty my pants up. And I'm like, dang, I'm definitely not going to church because I'm not walking in church with the dirty white pants. And I looked in the back seat and it was like some pair of pants back there. I'm like, oh, man, I really got to go. And I remember just walking in the church. Before I went to church that day, that's when I took so many sleeping pills because I was I woke up so heavy that day. And I was just tapped out completely, like just didn't want to be here. And I'm like, dang, 
if Michael didn't come here that weekend, there's no telling what would have happened if I didn't go to church that day. Right. And and I think my best part about that day was when I cried at the altar and I was like, God, please don't let him touch me. Like, do not let him come bother me while I'm having this intimate, intimate moment with God. And he didn't bother me at all. And he actually like confirmed that it was like, I just wanted to just be left alone at that moment. And I was like, it confirmed why he had to come. Because if he didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God told me to like, God told me to leave, leave her alone. And I and I told her that, and I was like, I wanted to comfort you, but God told me that to to leave you alone, that he wanted to comfort you. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling her that, and um, because I really wanted to, like, I really wanted to hug her. I really wanted to make her laugh and to make her feel better, but God told me not to. And I remember being quiet that whole time. Um, us just like, like me getting dropped home, like even like that before the before church and me getting dropped home, I was just so quiet. Mm -hmm. Like I was not talking to her, not because I didn't want to, but God was just telling me, like, just don't, you know. What was going through your head at that time, Shanice? Like when he wasn't talking, like how did you feel? Like did you feel like maybe you may have just no, push the the wrong way or anything. No, I feel no way. I'm like he quiet like me. That's cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so we are wrapping everything up, and I just want you to which I want you guys to know that just seeing their friendship and um, everything, just like Michael, he always comes in at the right time. Like from me being her friend and just like being there just seeing like when he comes through he don't even know like he come at the right perfect time and I can definitely tell that the spirit is like leading their friendship and just the way they do everything to be honest because just all of the the gifts from her started from her birthday like that was so thoughtful of what he did like it was Valentine's Day Valentine's Day I'm sorry that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> Just, I mean, it was just like so sweet. Like he just always know what to do. So, how do you got? Well, what can you guys say about dating in the kingdom way compared to your old patterns in like just toxic relationships? Because I can see it's different, but what can you guys show? Like, what tell everyone? Like, how is it different? How can they identify a toxic relationship from a kingdom relationship and how to operate in it? Mm. Um. I think when it's toxic, you're just always going to be uncomfortable. Like, you're going to, even if you tuck away that uncomfortable, like in the back of your head, you're going to always have that feeling like the Holy Spirit going to, or the world call it the gut, the vibe, whatever you want to call it. But the Holy Spirit will always hug at you, like hug at you and make you so uncomfortable. And I think the most, like, kingdom way, I think is the part that don't explain how scary it is. Like, you're so used to just dating toxic people, like, when you even if you did a lot of healing, like you still have to go through this uncomfortable journey of like creating something new in a healthy way if you never like had a healthy relationship before. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, it's definitely it's definitely a battle, but it's like a good battle. Mm, with me, a matter of fact, can you just ask me that question one more time? Yep. So I would, I just wanted you guys to explain how dating 
a kingdom way from your toxic, from the old patterns of your toxic relationships? Like, how is it different? What is the difference in between? What, what can you see and how, like, you experience um, this kingdom relationship from the toxic relationship? Mm. I know, one, more, one more thing. One more thing. Lust. I think lust is the number one thing for me. Because everybody in my past, I always lust over. Like, mm. I never, like, had certain thoughts in my head towards them. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Like, I never had any sexual thoughts. Um, But I think this relationship, honestly, um, it was like a... um. They call them relationships, like, like two people. They don't really know each other, but they end up getting married anyway like the families put them together i really do you guys that, think that was meant to be that way i think our relationship was arranged <laughs> it was arranged by god oh wow it had to be because god gave me the like he gave me this peace like he gave me this patience like he gave it to me like this is not something that i had before i met her like, this not something that I was, like, working on or, or building that was already in me. Like, like this something that was given to me. And I really believe that this, it was arranged. But, you know what, um, I think it was my fault that we didn't really start this relationship sooner because I wasn't pursuing her. And God had to teach me like recently, like yo, you are supposed to pursue your wife. You're the man. It's the mm. reason why I gave you the dream first. Right. He who finds a wife. Yeah, like I gave you the dream first because you're the man. I didn't give her the dream first. So yeah, like I was just waiting for some magical, <laughs> you feel me? Like something magical to happen. Something magical did happen. Day, like... I think the timing was perfect, yeah. though. No, something magical happened because I was in the middle in between everything. And Shanice was ready to throw in, call it quits. She said, I'm about to black Michael. I'm about to tell him why I'm about to block him. <laughs> yep. The next thing you know, she got that prophecy. And then you text her the next day after. Like everything just, ha- she was about to like call it quits. I told him that. I said, God, I said, if you don't tell me what's Michael's purpose in my life before that prophecy, I said, God, I'm blocking Michael because I don't want nobody to think they can play a peekaboo in my life. Like, I, I feel like what I went through this year with so many people, I was mastering letting go of people. So I didn't want no one, like, hanging around my life. So I'm like, God, you you got 48 hours or he got to go. Like, you didn't say that, but you needed that season of being alone that I Michael did. gave you. Like, mm-hmm. that made y'all value each other, uh, I feel like, a little bit more. You yeah. had to see Michael from not even just being a friend. Like, you had to miss him. Like I just was obedient. Happened. Like, she still don't, but, like, she didn't believe me. Like, when I, even when I cut her <laughs> off, like, that first day, I'm like, Hey, no, don't God. say it like that, nah. <laughs> I'm like, God, God told me to cut you off. She I have like, a question what? for you, Michael, too. Because he got, like, he messed up right now. Like, no. <laughs> she blocked me, like, she blocked me ASAP. Like, she blocked me, she don't follow me. I told her straight up. She thought it was something else, but I'm like, no, like God put it in my spirit to block, to to not block her, but to to um give her a break. And I told her it was God, like God told me to. And then she was like, yeah, get out of here. Like I'm blocking <laughs> you. Like don't call me, don't text me. Like none of that, you know. And um, 
like that's what it was. It was just God. Like it wasn't me wanting to to let her go. It was God telling me to do it, you know, and I did it. I was just being obedient. So how did you know it was God's voice for like people they might may just wondered hearing this? Well, how did you know it was God's voice and not your own? How how were you able to operate and just tap into hearing the voice of God? Um, through the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't explain it. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. like you have to experience it on your own. Mm-hmm. You have to have your own relationship with God. Like, I'm talking about, like, I thought I had a relationship with God all these years, but I didn't. When I used to hear, like, I've seen people actually get jealous mm. of me because I said, like, like I, I prophesied or I um told them I heard God's voice and God told me to say this. And then it helps them. And they like, yo, how you hear God's voice? Like, people, I, I see, like, I seen a lot of jealousy from that. And that didn't just, you know, happen. Like, I had to build a relationship with God. Like, I had to build a relationship with the spirit. Like I had to um what that what did that word. consist of? Like building Staying a relationship word, for people that needed to know. It's all about um when you building your relationship with God is all about um what is called intention like being intentional. Yeah. And um creating patterns. Yeah. So what I used to do, like every day, like I couldn't start my day without God. So I would start off with worship. Mm-hmm. every morning and pray like I will pray for a minute and like the how I pray isn't just like no regular prayer like it's just me and him like I would talk to him like I would talk to one of the homies like bring them all my frustrations bring them everything and be like and just like have a conversation sometimes like I will wake up and the first thing I do is like look at the ceiling and talk to him and like God good morning and and acknowledge him and then, like, I would do my Bible studies, like, around, like, 8. And then to end off the night, I would do worship again. I did that every day. And every day I did that, I felt the spirit getting stronger. Like, I just felt the spirit, like, get stronger and stronger every day. To the point, like, I started to talk different. Wow. I started to act different. Like, the way, like, I remember, like, my mom, like, I'm not gonna lie, like she like she used to get me into her gossip. But then when I started to really like when she, so it got to a point when she started to gossip to me, like I was like <laughs> she saw that I wasn't into it. That's like we was like yo. <laughs> <laughs> like she says like she looked at me and she was like, yo, this guy really changed. Like I see that he's not into it. Like mm-hmm. I started like my spirit was the spirit wasn't feeling it. And she saw that I wasn't, like, feeding into her gossip like I usually do, you know? And, like, I just, like, I just started to change, you know? Yeah. So, guys, so for the people that are just wondering, um, Shanice, I need you to chime in on this as well. How can, if there are some singles out here that just want to lead their way to, like, even in the courting situation, I know it may take some time with starting off with healing and stuff. Like, what do you recommend for these young women and young men that want to, like, end up married? Because I know that's a big, like, thing inside of the community for Christians. 
Everybody know my answer. It's always heal. Like I always, I said on my podcast, I was never healing for a person. I was, I was healing for God. I was healing for my daughter. I was healing for a purpose. And when I chose to be celibate, even though I was messing up, I, I wasn't choosing to heal because or be celibate because oh, I want to get married one day. Like that wasn't my goal. Because when you make marriage an idol. Or you make marriage just the end goal, you're gonna be mad when you don't get that on a certain time frame. So I think my biggest advice is just heal and heal for yourself. Don't heal because you want somebody or you want a certain thing. Like I was telling for purpose, my daughter and God. And I'm like, God, if you bring me somebody, that's cool. And I was I just tell God, take your time. Like I'm not rushing you. Like, do what you gotta do. But I, I always just tell everybody it's so much to healing. Like it's a whole new identity. Is is so much to healing that nobody really understands. Were you still a man during this journey, Michael? Yeah, full, all the way wow. through. Almost okay. messed up though. Honestly, okay. but it's, it's almost it's temptation everywhere. But that's like mm-hmm. really brave of you to even go that way because it takes a lot to kill your flesh. To be honest, and we we grown. And that's a hard area for a lot of people. And what made you want to be celebrant, um, Shanice? Soul ties. (laughs) Like, soul ties is dangerous. Like, I remember just, even when I was messing up, it was like, I knew it wasn't a headspace that I was going to stay in. Like, I knew, I just beat myself up so much when I messed up. And guys are always telling me, like, stop pressing reset. Just keep going where you left off at with your relationship right. with me. Because I used to think if I slip up, like, God was mad. I had to start this whole journey over. But my first reason, it was just soul ties. I just remember, like, a demonic soul tie of being tied to somebody. Like, I went two years in bondage thinking somebody was my husband. And that's what put fear in me. Like, I don't want to get married. Like, God yeah. gonna do this to me. So I would say soul ties is like the reason what made me like I gotta save my body because connecting your soul to people that's not for you, like you you wondering why you waking up mad the next day. You're not mad at him, like you dealing with that man trauma from mm. years ago. Wow. Like um I wanted to piggyback on that question that you asked mm-hmm. about like relationships and um people desiring relationships. We definitely can. Um, trust God with your desires. Mm-hmm. A lot, cause God know who your husband is before you know. Yeah, I see that now. So you, <laughs> you gave me faith God, in the area. <laughs> trust God with that desire, like for real. Like people don't really trust God with that desire of being in a relationship, or trust God in like finding, like helping find their husband. And then that's why I think we always end up in these bad relationships um, because we try to figure it out ourselves instead of giving it to God. And I feel like that's in anything we do. Like, we should give it to God. You know, any desires we have, just give it to God. And Mm -hmm. if it's meant for you to have it, he will give it to you. How did you guys feel when you first, like, connected with each other, though? Like, just knowing your, like, the history that you guys just went through with other people. How did you guys feel? Um, mm. When I first met Michael, I think we was walking somewhere, and I immediately felt safe. 
Wow. And I, and I never felt that. Like, I don't know. We was walking. I don't know. I don't know. What's that little strip called? And I remember him when feeling something behind me. And I just remember feeling like my whole atmosphere was safe. And we was like in an area that, that wasn't safe. <laughs> but I felt wow. like that moment. And I'm like, dang, I never felt safe with nobody. Like, not like, oh, he got to shoot somebody safe. But it was just like a security feeling. And I was like, wow. I brushed it off. But I, like, I never forgot that feeling, like what I felt that day. Oh, the first time we met, oh man, um, I was at peace, like I was comfortable. Like at first, I was nervous, but then when um, I got into her presence, like I just felt this peace come over me. Wow. And yeah, so that's what like stood out to me that day. And I'm not gonna lie, like even though we didn't really talk like that, or we didn't um really hang out for that long. I had a good time just being around her. That was another thing. Like, wow. I just love just being around her. So, yeah. So, as we begin to wrap this conversation up, uh, do you guys have anything that you would like to, like, recommend for um, anyone that's starting a celibacy journey or anyone that's struggling to, like, just stay focused on God and not, like, just, you know, worship the whole thought of being married or uh, just so they can know, like God is in in control, basically. What Michael was saying. Michael, how about you give us advice on that? I don't. I, don't, I would like to. I would like <laughs> I to. Give some I, want to my, I want to hear Michael's perspective because I feel like she have experience and wisdom in that area of people who like seeking marriage and like you know, like what would you? So I'm back being my interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> This is about this is about Michael and Shanice, not Michael. <laughs> but but that's perfect. It it ties into the question that you like. What what advice would you give people with marriage? Like, what was your so, biggest advice? Okay, so since I'm getting interviewed now, <laughs> I would like to say first off, um, I did the complete opposite of what Shanice and Michael did, and. I can attest to what they're doing and how they what what they're telling you is really from God and not from what they desire at all. Mine was from rushing with flesh and I was married and I'm not in married anymore. So um, I just I felt like it was I was in a rush to settle down um, that time wouldn't wait on me. And I just thought that that was the best thing to do at that time. And I would say, just live your best life, not your best life in partying and stuff, mm-hmm. but like loving yourself, investing in yourself, and being established. And that's where Michael and um, Shanice did with this whole journey. They were focusing on herself. They didn't like just lust over each other, like, hey, babe, what you doing? Like, had to be up under each other. Yeah, none I'm of that. that. <laughs> they they didn't have to do none of that. They didn't sit on the phone all day. They lived their own life and they still was like able to be brought together. So you don't have to chase after the guy that you the guy or the girl. You can, you know, allow God to take control. I was I chased after who I wanted and it didn't end up the best way. Yeah, I just be the same. I used to always do that, chase after yeah. people like that's like, oof, Lord Jesus. And it's supposed to be the other way around anyway. Like, the man is supposed to chase, not really chase, but pursue the woman. 
Right. I was um, a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah that's so. what I was too. That's what got me in <laughs> my my mess that I was in. Like I, I thought I had to please people because I was in the world, I was doing what I wanted to do, and I had kids, so I had thought I had to settle down and like get married. And you don't have to do that. You can live your your life and you can um invest yourself in God. I wanna say this though. Um about the you you said actually question about the celibacy journey, right? Right. Um, we have to stop being naive when it comes to that. And I realize, like, we like to be in this place of being naive when we around somebody. Like, you know, you're attracted to mm-hmm. attracted to this person. Why you have this man in your house alone? <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I was just talking about that. <laughs> like why are you in the car with this man alone? Yeah, me and Timothy. Like, yeah. Why you you feel me? Why you at his crib? Like be in the open space, be around other people. That's why you get to know this man. Though. People don't know that. So, so and another yeah. thing, like when you in this a lustful situation, don't just see a girl naked in front of you and just look. And just like you know, and start praying. Flee, flee, run away, go, take <laughs> off. Like handle what you got to handle later. Like try to get rid of those thoughts later. Ask God to help you get rid of get rid of those get rid of those thoughts later. But flee. Like me, I remember being in a situation. I remember one time I told this girl, like, yo, I was not having sex. And then she wanted to have sex, and I knew it. And I'm over here in her room just praying. Like, God, <laughs> please don't let me do this. <laughs> How you going to tell God not to let you do it? I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, like, I'm not leaving. I'm not like, yo, I got to go. I'm just praying on her Bad, if I'm getting that far, I'm telling God, please forgive me for my sins. So. For real. <laughs> <laughs> just don't put yourself in that situation because <laughs> I'm praying in the middle of it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's something people don't talk about. So with your uh, journey of being of courting, are you guys going to like just wait to kiss each other like when you're married or just like, how is this going to go? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. For me. <laughs> that's the plan for me. Wow, that's so sweet. That that means you really value her. Like you don't look that to her. That's wow. Cause I know what Redak Khalid, like we both know, you know. Yeah, I ain't got nothing else to say to that part. <laughs> wow. That's, it. that's really sweet. So do you guys have anything else to say? Did we uh, leave out anything? No, you did amazing, Michael. Yeah, Girl, did. I don't know. Yeah, you did a good a job. I you didn't did. Like, I was back to back. They flow. You did really, really good. No, I didn't flow. For you, then put me on a spot. I forgot a question. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was natural. Like, it wasn't even like an interview. It was like a, like, it was like a conversation. Like, just answer questions. Yeah, Because I good. hate it be all, like, just not real. Well, Michael, you are a very lucky man. And you are a very lucky woman because based off like what Michael has done so far, I can only imagine like what life is going to bring. Amen. 
Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate the both of y'all. My favorite people. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Here's a fun fact for everybody. My dad' name is Michael, and I was named Michael because Michael. Get it? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm saying, like, I'm the female version of Michael. Oh, Michael. you definitely are. Y'all definitely wow. are. Yeah, definitely. It makes sense, though. I said that, too. I was like, oh, my God, I really have, like, a male version of my best friend. I always say that, like, since the beginning. Like, it's literally the female male version, whatever you call it. So, everybody, next, you're just going to uh, stay to this journey of courting because you guys I definitely know that you're going to receive more and more episodes of them two together into the marriage thank you now I'm about to eat my leftovers <laughs> <laughs> yeah I gotta get back to the crib okay you guys alright All right, bye guys